Today is referred to as Spy Wednesday. Because just as Jesus is setting his face towards the cross, Judas is preparing himself to betray Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. This greatest act of love on display that will ever happen was also uh, juxtaposed by this great act of betrayal. Betraying Jesus for just a mere 30 pieces of silver. None of this was a surprise. This was always the plan to bring you to God, to bring glory to God the Father. Jesus told his disciples that this was coming. We see that in John 13, 19. He says, I'm telling you this now before it happens so that it, when, uh, when it does happen, that you will, will believe that I am who I am. Jesus was preparing them for what was about to happen. Jesus told them all these prophecies that you knew from the Old Testament about the Messiah will be fulfilled in him. It wasn't just after the fact that writers in the Bible noticed that he fit the description of the Messiah. But Jesus knew it himself too. In Luke twenty-two thirty-seven, Jesus says, It is written, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and tell you, and I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what it is written about me is reaching its fulfillment. Jesus knew all the scriptures about the Messiah and his suffering, and he knew that he was going to fulfill all of them. In Mark 8, 31, Jesus spelled it out uh, just as plainly. He began to teach to them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. Jesus knew that he would be crucified. He knew the hour that he would depart this world, and he knew that he was going to be betrayed, and he knew that Peter would deny him three times. He knew the disciples would abandon him, and they would be scattered. And he made it clear to his disciples, so that it, like it says here in John uh, 13, 19, so that when it happens, you will know who I am. The disciples we're living this. So it's sometimes when we're in a situation, it's hard for us to see the full picture. And we have the benefit of hindsight. And we know how this movie ends. And what an amazing gift for us to be able to see the whole picture. It's like maybe you watching a movie that you love with someone that has never seen it. And as the exciting parts or the twists are revealed, you watch their reaction uh, to these Uh, great events and we get to see the reactions of these disciples and and put our place where uh, put ourselves in their place on this day when we remembered that Jesus was betrayed all these things that he was suffering through he knew it was coming he knew that it was all to cover your sins and to bring you back to God and Jesus told us what was on his mind Tomorrow night, the night that he went, uh, right before he went to the cross, just a few hours before he was about to be taken away by Judas and the Roman guard. Jesus prayed right before the cross, uh, as he's about to cross over the brook Cedron into the garden of Gethsemane in John uh, 17, verse 1. 
through 5, Jesus prays for strength and power for what he's about to do. And in verses 6 through 19, he prays for his disciples that would soon be sleeping in his greatest hour of need. In verse 20 through 26, he prays for all the believers that were about to come in the future. What does that mean? It means he was praying for us. Check this out in John 17, 20. He says, Neither I pray for these alone, being the disciples, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. That's us. That they all may be in unity. They all may be one. As thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. That the world may believe thou hast sent me. With this unity that we can have with each other through Jesus Christ, we can see the world changed. Verse 22, And the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them that they might be one, even as we are one. We are to be one as uh, God, as uh, one with God and one with each other, just like Jesus was one with God and one with us. In verse 23, I in them and thou in me, that they may be perfect in one, and that the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. It's an amazing thing to think of, that God loves us just as much as he loves Jesus. It doesn't make any sense. And when Jesus, in his divinity and his omniscience, thought about the disciples, he could see all the great things that they would do for God. As he's praying them, he, he, uh, praying for them, he looked at Peter and he knew that Peter would deny him. But he also knew about Pentecost and he would see the thousands of people that would come to know uh, Jesus through his ministry. And when he looked at John, he saw the church at Ephesus and, and the churches in Asia that he started. And perhaps as he's praying about all those that would come through uh, to Christ, through these disciples, that he would even look forward to Paul. And that great ministry that he would have spreading the gospel to the Gentiles and all over the world. Perhaps he even thought of the great missionaries that have gone before us. Hudson Taylor and Adam and Iron Judson and Jim Elliott and Robert Moffat and David Livingston and William Carey and thousands of believers that would come through these missionaries. The great preachers like D.L. Moody and Billy Sunday and even the people in our day like Adrian Rogers and and Billy Graham and A.W. Tozer. Perhaps he looked all the way into this century and saw the Christians that would come after him. Perhaps he even thought as he prays before he heads into the garden about people like you and me and the people that have affected our lives. Perhaps as he looked through the pages of time and his omniscience, as he prays for everyone that comes through the gospel being spread through the world, perhaps he even looked at your face and saw the great things that you could do for him and the people that could hear about Jesus through you and the lives that could be changed through you. Think about that as he prays here in John 17, 20. Neither pray I for these alone, these disciples, but for them that shall believe on me through their word. Where is their word contained? It's in this thing in front of me called the Bible. All those that came to know Christ through his word. Jesus prays for us here before the cross, that they all may be one, 
as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. So as Judas is preparing to betray Jesus, Jesus was preparing and getting ready. And while he was getting ready for the cross, you were on his mind. Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for a sinner such as I? Was it for crimes that I had done he groaned upon the tree? Amazing pity, grace unknown, and love beyond degree. But drops of grief can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away. Tis all that I can do.